0: Hmm,
1: that's weird. That's weird. Kinda of weary me out. You are a sad, strange little man. It's
0: crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy! Isn't that weird?
1: That's weird, man. It's strange.
0: What's up, campers? Welcome back to episode 71 of Camp Strange. I'm your Camp Counselor, Alex Tobin. And I'm your other camp counselor, David Stokes. And we're back to bring the spooky, wacky, weird, strange, and adventurous. Mm. Very adventurous, and before we get into these long stories that we have for you today, we like to catch you up on any strange news that you might have missed. And um, as David has mentioned before, we're kind of recording these out of order, so the news might not be updated news, it's just news that we found.
1: We've had fun, it feels like time traveling when we, uh, we do... Last night we did episode 61, and now we're doing episode 70, or no, 69. Si, yeah, 61, and now we're doing 71. We've been doing 10 of them. No, I'm kidding. It was 69, and now we're doing 71. Yeah, so um,
0: it's, it's a little out of order, but... Um I have a news story from like a month ago that says cows swept off coast during hurricane Dorian survive Gilligan's Island style. Oh. So these cows um I guess there is They're so much better than us. <laughs> so so there's this place called Cedar Island off the uh private land on north it's in North Carolina and apparently there was a wild herd of 20 cows and there's actually some horses there too. I think there's like 28 horses or something like that okay and they're all wild like they just like lived on the island they grazed there they're like totally fine and when the hurricane hit um you know a a bunch of the animals got hit as well and uh 28 horses i think i believe like died or went missing and then up been a glue factory yeah and then three of the cows went missing and they're like oh okay or they're like okay those three cows are gone too and uh and then they found them five miles away on another like little island like connected in like that little form of islands and apparently they got hit with the hurricane and then had to like Swim. They got cows can't swim? Yeah, they can swim. No, they can't.
1: Are you serious? Why can't they swim? They're way too heavy and their legs are way too fucking skinny to do anything in water. No, they swim. What? Yeah, they swim. Uh, Are you typing in can cows swim? No, yeah, I'm going to YouTube and I'm typing in swimming (laughs) cow because I don't buy it. You have that
0: bookmarked. Why do you have that bookmarked? <laughs> no, but um, I think it's pretty crazy. They they said they found them. They're presumed dead, and they found them on the outer banks of the Cape Lookout National Seashore Park. And uh, they were grazing just off the little little okay, so grass they had there. And were they, they
1: like a dairy cow or like an ox?
0: They're the ones that have like uh, th- one of them has horns. Okay, and two of them don't have horns. But like I don't know, they're they're normal looking cows. They're not like black and white cows, but they're just like. I don't know what kind of cows they are. I'm not a cow expert.
1: Okay, I was imagining like, like a swim like cows. A, I was imagining like a dairy cow, like the classic black and white spotted one. So I was like, there's no fucking way that thing's. No, swimming. these are rugged cows. These are island okay. cows. You okay, know. that makes sense. Like island pigs. No, like island pigs, I feel hogs. like those are hogs. They could swim. They swim all oh, yeah. the time. People like tourists go take hey, pictures of them. That pig saved that goat from drowning. <laughs> when? Goat in the water. Oh, I do remember that. Did yeah. we talk
0: about that, or did you just show me a video like a while back?
1: It's from that episode of. Uh uh oh they, they uh, nathan for you yeah they they, cr- they faked it yeah that's but right. it hit like national and worldwide <laughs> news and they faked it
0: people love animals being nice to each other they really do it's really great and uh the uh you know we lost some horses and probably a little bit of some of the cows but these, i'm sure we lost a goat or two they, these three these three cows made it and uh you know kudos to them they said they didn't know how to get them back to the um they just beach. leave them No, the original island, so they said they they sedated them, and then they, like, threw them on a boat. I would have been like, fuck it, let them live there. (laughs) It's probably nice. They sedated them, and then they are like, oh, wait, (laughs) should we just make them into stakes now? They're like, yeah, Yeah. they're already drugged up. But, uh, yeah, so crazy swimming cows, baby.
1: Yep. Um, All right, so I got one here, which... uh, might be from 2016 actually
0: <laughs> okay
1: good thing i gave him the, no, the says, prefaced
0: with uh we're, we're doing this out of order
1: no i think that i mean this article came out um december 5th 2019 and it's titled you're a damn liar man joe biden gets into heated exchange with iowa voter challenges him to a push-up contest and iq test <laughs> Did First, it? he's sucking on his wife's finger. A, what? Yeah. They were doing like a campaign speech, and his wife was like talking and like doing something with her hand or something. And he was staying next to her and just like. Like it? No, he like full on sucked her finger. That's cool. He's kind of creepy. I want a president
0: that's comfortable enough to suck a finger in public. Especially, only if it's his wife's. He's got to be a married man. <laughs> that's how he greets all the diplomats from every country mm-hmm. pulls them in real close little finger suck. Mm-hmm. Um what type of sauce you got? But that's a very I feel like Joe Biden thing to do. Nice. Yeah. Um a push-up contest and what an IQ test? Yeah. Speaking of, we just did we were talking after our last podcast when With we Sam. ended it and um we did the Wonderlick uh test which if anybody doesn't know the Wonderlick test is what nfl players have to take Mm -hmm. in in order to you know get in the nfl to to see like how smart they are like
1: i don't know it's like a speed run sat kind of test yeah it's like 50 questions and it logs your like quickness to answer like kind of word questions and then like really easy ones that kind of just like throw you off Mm -hmm. and uh what did we get we got 38 i think we got 39 out of 50 something like that and we finished in time so, we had like 11 seconds left.
0: There's only one perfect 50 score, and I forget what the guy's name is. He's a punter. He's a Doesn't punter. He went Punt to Yale or something. Barely Harvard. Even a football
1: player. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, the three of us, after some wine, <laughs> were pretty high on yeah, the list. Yeah, we
0: three man. If you put three of us in a football uniform. We'd be the, just stuff us in a sock basically. <laughs> We'd be the best football player, not the smartest, but jeez, would we be good. We'd
1: be real good. Big
0: trench coat football player guy. Especially if he give us a bottle of wine each. <laughs> but um yeah, well good on Joe. I want to see that push-up contest. Is that pay-per-view or what? I hope so. Mm. I can't wait. <laughs> well, what's your other story? You had one more story, right? Oh yeah. I, um, I don't have another one I can Oh okay.
1: On. So my other one is man accused of attacking cafe customer with injured seagull.
0: What? Yeah, you hit him with a seagull.
1: Yeah, I probably found some injured seagull and yeeted at him. You can't do that. Yeah, that's probably why it's a headline. <laughs> it's just so mean because,
0: like, I mean, I we're anti-seagull on this podcast. I think we brought it up before. What are we? We're anti-seagull. They anti- just seabirds are disgusting. Anti-bee? What else are we anti?
1: Definitely Miss- not brugs. We love brugs. We love
0: brug. Well, yeah, we do. Guess bees brug. Breeze a brug. He's but a brug? We're anti-something. I, I can't remember. Somebody remind me. But um, uh, where was this? A Taco Bell? Where was this? This <laughs> was at Good Boy's Cafe Diner. Oh, and he was doing the bad boy thing of hitting somebody with an injured seagull. I, don't, I guess that's the only way you could really catch a seagull, you know?
1: Yeah, and he was also accused of using his belt to beat a man at the cafe. I would have stayed with belt. Yeah. Because seagull just seems a little more finicky He's just trying to make it he's either one played too much Pokemon or he's just looking for a teammate. It's true. just afraid to fight alone.
0: <laughs> but um well good on him. How much jail time is that assault with a deadly weapon?
1: Yeah, it was is a it- very brief uh, it, it really didn't mention. See, much that's information. the thing
0: though, because if you hit somebody with a seagull, I know if you like hit somebody with like a cast on your arm, that's technically assault with a deadly weapon. Mm-hmm. But like a seagull, there might be some gray area in there. So guys like if I do the belt I'm going to definitely get more time than if I use a seagull and like, cause seagull's not in the law books yet. I'm going to try the seagull. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. No, that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, mate, does the seagull get in trouble? He was definitely thinking about all this when he grabbed that injured seagull. Absolutely. He's a strategist. Oh yeah. Not a good boy, but a
1: strategist. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what he was doing at that cafe cause he definitely did not belong. <laughs> um he was, looked like he was looking for injured seagulls he was at the bad boy bar next door
0: <laughs> um but yeah i think you guys are caught up on any strange weird news of the week um so we should probably get into these stories but before we do we always got to remind you that if you need coffee you came to the right place well not this place You go to our sponsor, Spring Heel Jack Coffee. They have the best coffee, the best beans in the game, and they'll be sure to wake you up in the morning so you could run suicides in the gym uh, to Britney Spears Toxic because that is what I did in high school. I no, don't. I don't doubt that. In in high I, sc- in high school, they had this like CD that they played, and it had um, like uh, different songs for like different exercises. And one of them was "Toxic" by Britney Spears, and like "Hey Ya" by Outcast. And you get course, to do classics. different exercises. And one of them was suicides during "Toxic." So every time I hear "Toxic," which is every day, there's a real dark joke in there. I'm not gonna make. I don't – yeah, we better leave that. It's a sponsor still. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Whoops. (laughs) So if you guys, uh, you know, need a pick-me-up or, you know, to go catch all those injured seagulls out there, go get some Spring Hill Jack coffee, and you'll be the quickest eagle – sneagle? Smeagol. Smeagle snatcher in the Mm -hmm. game. Get that ring. So, um Go check out SpringHillJack.coffee. They're a great company, great people, great prices. Papa John's. Okay, um, let's get into these stories. Do it. Now, David, I know that you're a big video game guy. Mm -hmm. So I have two questions. Okay. The first is, what is your favorite video game of all time? Am I I answering this right now? You can answer that one first. Boy, that's a hard one. Mine is... uh, Resident Evil 4 for GameCube. GameCube only. Okay. I remember I played that game and mm-hmm. it was like, I played it in the GameStop and I was like, this game is like amazing and mm. it scared the shit out of me. Yeah. And that opening level with all the villager trying to get you and you run through it. Like, oh my God, that game is perfection. I love that game. Yeah. And I would say... Also, Last of Us is really good.
1: Yeah, that that's a good one. I would say probably the most hours logged in was either Oblivion or Skyrim of the Elder Scrolls series. Oh, yeah. Those ones I played te- a lot of those. Those ones
0: you could really get into. Or
1: Borderlands 2. Yeah.
0: Um. And my second is, did you ever play a video game that scared you as a kid? And actually, mine also uh, is the first Resident Evil for PlayStation 1 because my dad got that for me. And I remember walking in and watching that zombie turn around and, like, it scared the shit out of me. But that didn't necessarily scare the shit out of me. It's the fact that you couldn't aim really well.
1: Yeah. because see, I, ne- I never liked those games because you it, would, it was, was a so corner, slow. It was
0: a corner camera angle. And every time you walked into a new room, it had a weird camera angle. So you could never really see where your gun was pointed. And then once you shot them and they fell, they still got back up yeah. a little bit later. So yeah. you were never, like, really – it was high anxiety the whole time. And that scared the shit out of me.
1: I think the the Doom release for oh, like, Xbox, maybe Xbox three hundred and sixty.
0: Oh, I think I remember that. That
1: one was pretty spooky. Yeah. Or oh wait, no 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 no, it's it's definitely um, Dead Space one. Oh, that, that game scared the shit so out of me. So fun too. Yeah.
0: you can turn your gun sideways and upward. Yeah, oh, it's so fun. So well, for most of us, video games are a nice relaxing hobby that helps relieves. Uh, helps relieve the stresses of the day by allowing you to envelop yourself in a story that you are a willing participant in. After playing a video game for a bit, we usually turn off the console, leaving the elaborate and grand worlds of video games till next time. But what if the game was not done being played? What if something was able to come through your screen and attach itself to you, ultimately now making you the one being controlled by someone or something else. Well, as we know, there are a lot of different video games out there in the world. Some residing in your phone, while others sitting in a building next to other wooden cabinet games of your favorite retro style. But today, I will be spanning across all of these different generations of game consoles to tell you... The most cursed or haunted video games to ever exist. Oh, I hope
1: you don't cover the one that I've been planning on making a story about since we started this podcast. Oh, I think you, I might because because <laughs> I told you about it and I was like, I'm I'm gonna do it one day. So we had these grand ideas in the beginning
0: where we wanted, didn't we say we wanted to make like a little like mini doc or something like that, where like uh like little YouTube videos of like more visual stories, like of the video game ones or something like
1: that. I don't know. Oh, I don't. I don't know if I was I part I'm of that gonna, I think I'm gonna cover you, fucker.
0: You, I, I can cut it out of here if you really want to do out. it. Okay, it's cut. I'm being a diva, <laughs> but I mean, it, you're gonna cover it in more in depth anyway. <clears throat> Mine was like a paragraph or two about it. So yeah. Um, I'll give that one to you. So look forward to that one. From I'll do David. it next episode. Promise. Promise. Maybe like in two episodes surprise me all right okay so um yeah let's get into uh these cursed video games so um the two notable mentions i want to bring up but not cover in 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 depth were the pokemon lavender town suicides mm-hmm. and harrow of minecraft basically the level lavender town in pokemon red and green in 1996 caused oh, a red sp- red blue and green Is it red, blue? They had
1: three? Well, so an American release was only red and blue, and in Japan, Japan had green, which had... uh uh, Ivysaur on the front. Oh, instead okay. of uh, Charizard or Blastoise. Okay,
0: that's okay. Makes more sense.
1: Yeah. So, uh, in
0: Pokemon Red, Blue, and Green in 1996, it caused a spike in suicides with kids in Japan. Um, and some say the main cause was the creepy and ominous soundtrack, while others say that Lavender Town was cursed itself. Yeah. Um, and this was the soundtrack. You 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 walked into this um little town. Well, it
1: was the ghost town.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's not a lot of people there, and the whole town is like lavender-looking and kind of Mm -hmm. purple. And then this was the soundtrack, which you could actually hear. A lot of people use this in like Instagram videos and like TikTok things and stuff like that. But this is the the music that origin that would play. So, like, super fucking ominous and creepy. And- well, not just
1: that, but that, that section of the game is, there's a part, if I believe, if I can remember correctly from when I was a child, was you're, like, helping someone and it turns out that they're a ghost the whole time. And then they turn into Oh, my God, a, you're totally right. They turn into a Ghastly, the, Ye- the ghost Pokemon. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like... Overall, I mean, we know what they're trying to do. They're probably trying to make a kind of creepier level mm-hmm. or and creepier little side object, uh, side quest, and stuff like that. And uh, apparently, that. They said that that was the main cause of, like, the spike in suicides. And it, yeah. it was really disturbing because they said that the age group was from 7 to 12-year-olds. Yeah. And that was the spike in suicides. So it wasn't Which is just, just like, like, adults.
1: Yeah, that that age is a very unusual age for suicide. Yeah, exactly. So a lot of people pointed
0: at this game and were like, what's going on? So um, another of the legends um, in creepy gaming was Harrowbrine. So I've never played Minecraft before. I have. I know Minecraft. I've, I've seen people playing it, and I've heard of O'Brien but I've never actually played it myself. Yeah. Um, so O'Brien was said to be the username of the dead brother of the creator of Minecraft, Notch. Okay. Uh, players believe that Notch's dead brother haunted the game in the form of building random structures like underwater pyramids and tunnels that led to nowhere. And some say that every once in a while within the game, you can spot Herobrine following you at a safe distance, but no one has ever been able to get close enough to actually, like, um, like attack or see him. Yeah, yeah. It, it's always in the distance. And see, people... I've never heard this one. Oh, really? Yeah. So they say that looks exactly like the main little Minecraft guy, the green-shirted guy. I think
1: they call him Steve. Yeah, kind of he, a teal shirt. But he has steel. like
0: he has like uh, different colored eyes. Harold Bryan has like different colored eyes, and like okay. it's super creepy. And he like follows you and just builds like. And people are like, these are glitches in the game, and and everybody's like, no, it's like haunted, it's cursed. And they said they yeah. tried to update it, and he still pops up. And all oh wow. stuff. So, so that's that's the 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 notable mentions but um, yeah i
1: didn't cover them in depth so um it's funny because those are two just like really innocent i don't want to call them children's the, games they're but children's they're, games yeah but they're not like mature rated violent games they're
0: they were children's games who children aimed at children and they ended up being s- such good games that adults like. okay we can play this too yeah But, yeah, exactly. That's what makes it more ominous. So, um, David, what did you say was one of your favorite games of all time? Did you say Elder Scrolls? Yes. So, one of the creepiest curses falls to a lesser-played game known as the Elder Scrolls 3, Morrowind. Oh, yeah, Morrowind. That came out in 2002. So this computer game is an open-world action role-playing game where the purpose is to complete quests within a greater story, as David will probably tell you. Um, You know, they have a lot of side quests. There's a lot of, like, I don't want to say unlimited, but, like, a lot of stuff you could do in the game when it comes to, like, side quests. And then uh, mods become a really big thing. Especially Especially on a PC, yeah. PCs, I feel like, are, like, the only place where you can actually get away with doing mods and have them be good. Yeah. It's, like, open source and stuff. So um the game has always encouraged independent mods and for those of you who don't know what mods are uh david do you want to explain what a mod is it's
1: just simply a modification to the game that you can download and install and so it's like you can install a mod that the chickens are 10 feet tall yeah it's so or- now all the chickens are 10 feet tall or i've saw one once that they um they made it so all of the dragons in Skyrim were Thomas the Train. I saw that one too. Mm-hmm. and It was terrifying. Yes. So,
0: the game has always encouraged independent mods for uh for everything from weapons and armor to new characters to quests. But one such mod has managed to gain quite a sinister reputation. A mod a mod called JVK1166Z. Dot ESP. This particular mod was originally thought to be nothing more than a virus, as it had uh, the rather destructive habit of causing screen freezes and all saved games to be erased when downloaded. It, yeah, it just sounds like yeah, you fuck just that. downloaded a virus. <laughs> and, yeah. Like someone's like, oh, this is a fun mod, and you click the shady link, and all of a sudden. Yeah. All, you have to pay a guy in India $300 to get all your stuff back on your get computer. Get your nudes back. So, uh, it was found that the mod would only work if the game was played over special software for playing older PC games on newer computers, but actually finally playing the mod it turned out to be rather bizarre indeed. Opening the mod immediately showed that all characters in the game have died and causes a player's health to rapidly deteriorate if they stay in one place for too long. Upon dying from the, uh, from this apparent glitch, a new non-player character would appear who looked to have limbs that were long and unsettling, like those of some insect or spider, and which uh, was called the assassin. But the problem is, that's not an assassin, David. You know what that is? That's a,
1: that's a brug man. That's a big old brug man. He's a big spider brug man. He's going to come snatch you up, put him in his web. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: this character was said to scamper off... And then proceed to haunt the player throughout the rest of the game, appearing and skittering about in the shadows and lurking around corners. That I'm is just, creepy <laughs> as fuck. I'm just kind of picturing like this guy doing like a little side spider walk between buildings and like watching you, which is terrifying but yeah. also kind of hilarious, you know? Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's not fun if you're playing the game because when you're in the game, if you play like a lot of these like scary games, you feel like. You're actually there. Like, you don't want to turn your back. So, you get really fucking scared. Yeah. So, another strange detail about the mod was that at night, all of the characters who had supposedly died would come out at night and gaze at the sky, saying simply, watch the sky. Oh, that's creepy. Isn't that creepy as fuck? Yeah. While like they're all watching the sky, we got we got Spider-Man. Yeah. Not that Spider. Not Toby. This is Man-Spider. Yeah,
1: Man-Spider. Well, Man-Spider was a character. He was. That's Danny DeVito. This is the assassin. No. <laughs> Man-Spider was he. He had like a spider's head, and he had like six arms. Like Man-Bat in Batman. Yeah. This, this is getting ridiculous.
0: So, the weirdness would only get worse when a new dungeon within the game was discovered, which proved to have its own strange tales. Within this dungeon, it was said that there was a hall of portraits, which was lined with pictures that were allegedly plucked straight from the player's own picture folder on their computer. Oh, shit. So, they were taking your nudes. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. He's like, you know what the fucked up thing is? Your pictures are in everyone's game now. Yeah. Like, oh no. So this was unsettling to say the least, but just as uh, but just as odd uh, that this hall of portraits uh, purportedly ended at a door that seemed to be locked and to have no way of getting through. The frustrating mystery supposedly uh, so uh, so absorbed some players to the point of obsession that they eventually went mad. Even more bizarre, it is said that if one spends enough time trying to unlock the puzzle of the locked door, the assassin is said to materialize in the real world and kill you. He's going to scamper right into your room and be like, got you flies in here? Mm-hmm. And run out.
1: Can you leave that apple core out for a little longer so you can attract some flies? I
0: was about to say, do they eat apple cores? No. <laughs> it's called bait. He's an assassin, so... He
1: knows how to bait something.
0: Oh, okay. Yep. I mean, he's he's a big spider man though. Oh, it's the thrill of the
1: hunt. See, I I keep picturing him with eight legs.
0: He just had long. Le- he's kind of like I'm slender picturing man. like yeah, I'm picturing like a slender man. But he's yeah. he's spider slender man. Mm-hmm. So the most infamous since I'm skipping the Majora's one, mm-hmm. which was so good. But David will cover all that. He has more info than oh, I yeah. do. Like I said, he's a video game guy. So I just want to cover this last little one for you. And uh, it's probably the most infamous out of all of them because it's one of the older ones. So the most infamous of all cursed video games has to fall to the mysterious cabinet arcade game. Tron? Nope. That
1: game sucked everybody in. (laughs) Uh, Kurt Kurt Russell. Where did Kurt Russell go? He
0: was supposed to start my movie. He's dead, he, isn't was, he? Was he, he the guy in the movie? Who's the guy that went missing in Tron, and they found him?
1: Uh, Jeff Daniels?
0: No, it's not Jeff Daniels. I think it was Kurt Russell. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no wonder I didn't get any reaction out of you. <laughs> so, um, no, this was Polybius. Polybius. Hmm. I'm gonna call it Polybius. Yeah. P o l y b i u s. Polybius. So, um, in 1981, in the portland oregon area huh. um there appeared a particularly popular game called polybius
1: oh this sounds a little more familiar which was released by
0: the german company <laughs> and involved solving various puzzles shooting games and mazes the cabinet itself when I say cabinet I mean arcade games so yeah so the big
1: wooden thing it's the big when you go
0: to an arcade or you play anything at like a pizza parlor and like, there's
1: yeah there's a little guy inside that takes your money and then he turns the game on he eats the quarters on the inside yeah and it powers him <laughs>
0: So the cabinet itself was rather bland though compared to the bright yellow Pac Man machine and the colorful colorful Martians on Space Invaders. Polybius arrived in a simple yet mysterious pitch black cabinet with one logo above reading the name of the game. Polybius. That's such a German move. Where it's just like it's for it's for structure. It is for Playing, it does not have to be aesthetically pleasing, please look at the screen, not the wood. You do not play the wood, you play on the video game. What, are you going to
1: throw up? No, I was
0: about to sneeze. Sorry. <laughs> that one That one was, I was hanging on no, to that no, one I for get a minute. You're allergic to Germans, huh? I am German. I think I'm German too a little bit. I Probably. Just, I just did 23. We're white. 23 and me, and they're like, you're a little German. I was like, I didn't know. No, that. I'm like highly German. Oh, okay. So regardless of its lackluster appearance, the game was extremely popular with arcade goers. Kids kids flocked to the game for a while before things began to get a little strange. It was reported that Polybius had the ability to induce various mental and physical disturbances in many of those who played it, including headaches, amnesia, blackouts, epileptic seizures, nausea, Nightmares, hallucinations, paranoia, and suicidal tendencies. With some players allegedly committing suicide not long after the game, it sounds like a medication commercial.
1: yeah, a little bit. They're like, do but you... they're partying on the commercial and having fun. They're like, do you have yellow teeth? Like, take this pill. Might cause your head
0: to fucking fall off. <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm okay with yellow teeth. And you might it, have mine. diarrhea. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, yeah, exactly. They're they're so excited to be. On the brink of death for their white teeth. So, even more bizarre, according to some reports, every evening, mysterious men in dark clothes would arrive at the machine to seemingly download data from it for some unknown ends. Then, around a month after the game's arrival in arcades, it was suddenly gone without fanfare or announcement. Besides various photographs of the game, the uh, game... What I wrote.
1: Aside from photos, the the physical <laughs> game hasn't been seen.
0: Uh, basically, besides various uh, photographs of the game and uh, some of like the video game footage th- that they claimed, so peop- okay, they claimed it was a video game footage. Yeah, um, is simply vanished without a trace. So the origins and purpose of the game would forever remain a mystery. But today, most gamers believe that the game was some sort of secret government experiment used to collect data on psychological. Uh, on psychological effects of certain visual inputs. The game is uh, specifically designed to create strobing effects to induce a strong response and that the mysterious men in black were agents sent to retrieve this data. Related to this theory is the idea that it uh, it was not to test psychological response, but rather an experiment in mind control. Besides a couple photos of the cabinet, like I said, and some videos of the alleged gameplay, the machine has never been located, or the machines have never been located again, creating one of the most mysterious and creepy gaming legends ever created." Do they know how many machines existed? Um, No, but I believe it was only in like the Portland area. Yeah. So, I mean, some people say it never existed. Yeah. Some people are like. I'm sure. So, I don't know, especially if like these guys were like trying to pull it really quick. They probably didn't, you know, do a lot of paperwork there like, here's a game and then like you know it's probably off these these shady arcade guys you know it these fell guys. off the back of the truck yeah exactly yep so um although these games just to wrap this up although these games do seem intriguing to play they remain missing for a good reason so next time you go get the urge to try and witness one of these curses for yourself maybe put down the controller and take a break or maybe don't but remember sometimes a game over can last a lifetime.
1: I oh. also want to add, I'm pretty sure with the Pokemon one, the American version, um, had a, had different music in lavender lavender town. Yeah, I'm not
0: no, sure. no, it was it was. They said it was only in Japan. Yeah. So that's probably why. And
1: then they they did like an update version and like. So I don't think it's. But it's con. weird
0: because when you told me that you're like the whole ghost thing, it does mm-hmm. it does super, sound super familiar. And even like this music and like the lavender town look and everything. I don't know if like if everything was the same, but the music. But it all just seems so familiar to me. Yeah. That maybe I had one of those Mandela effect things. Probably. Or, I don't know what was yeah. going on, but, um, but yeah. So I mean, that it really reminds me of this movie that I really liked growing up. It was called like Stay Alive, where like they played this video game, and if you died in the video game, you died in real life. Do you remember that? It sounds familiar. I wanted to like see it for my birthday when I was like thirteen. It's it's like a not a really great movie. Like if yeah, you watch what it I'm now, thinking of it was a shitty movie. Yeah, it wasn't great, but like I remember at the time I was like, oh, this concept is so cool. Like yeah, you know. But like you watch it now, you kind of like laugh at the shit that's going yeah, on. Yeah, of course. But um, yeah, I just thought that was so creepy with like you know all the you know, the the murders and the suicides mm-hmm. and the you know not murder but you know people just going fucking yeah. crazy with spider-man and
1: yeah i've <sighs> never heard of the the morrowind one that
0: one that one actually creeped me out the most yeah because those open world games i feel
1: like you never know what you're gonna find exactly like yeah. you could
0: hide so much in there
1: oh yeah that you know well it's like the beauty of like at least the game skyrim it's like people still play it massively because it's like there's so many things you've never seen the first time you played it and that's why i've, I've played it through where like upwards to 10 times
0: and then if you have a mod you could literally create your own quest with your own like side stories and stuff like that and it's 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 endless almost so really cool um but this isn't the last of the video games you've heard since david is going to cover one such game in depth yep and uh you guys be ready for that
1: oh yeah all right so um i'm gonna go on the record and say i'm not the most politically educated person nor the most educated person. (laughs) Uh, But when I think of politics, I think of one man.
0: George Washington.
1: And this man's name.
0: Is George Washington. uh,
1: Jesus. (laughs) Vermin Supreme. Oh, I know about
0: Vermin Supreme. So mm-hmm. me and David do this thing where we don't know what we're going to talk about mm-hmm. uh, before we before we uh, do the podcast. And we usually go, give me one word so we know we don't do the same thing. So if I yeah. said like dog, and he's like, wait, mine has like a prominent dog in it. We'll be like, okay, we'll now do like a one-word sentence just to make sure we don't yeah. overlap the stories. And he told me, I was like, what's your one word? And he's like, I can't tell you, or you're gonna... It's it's the guy's name. So, yeah,
1: so I think I just said politician. Yeah, I know of Vermin Supreme. I yeah. don't know
0: much about him. But I, I didn't
1: either. I, I knew of his like major things, but I didn't know a lot about, know about him. His,
0: I know about his hat, and that's
1: all I'll say. Because I was originally going to make this a shorter story for a guest episode, but then I started writing, and it ended up being longer, so so I was like, you know, I guess it's just a full-on episode. Well, Vermin for... has a big backstory. Yes. I like his hat though. Yes. So Vermin is a an American performance art and activist which heavily supports his run as candidate for various local, state, and national elections in the United States. Oh. Supreme is known for wearing a large rubber boot as a hat <laughs> and carrying a massive toothbrush.
0: Okay, my question is Okay, I love that massive tooth. That's the toothbrush that, like, the bear at the dentist office has, and it's, like, Mm -hmm. scary as fuck because it's just, like, a teddy bear with a big-ass human mouth, and he's supposed to brush his teeth and shit. He probably has that thing. But my question is, do you think he buys both boots at the same time, and then, like, when one boot wears out, he'll put the other one on? Like, he has two hats? Or do you think he goes and tries to... Do like a deal, like I just, just get on one at Goodwill boot. because uh, one boot hat will last you forever, right? It is. You're a, not walking on it. No,
1: it's a rubber boot. They're pretty sturdy.
0: It's a it's a big rubber boot. It's like yeah. a it's a
1: um what's it called like a, a fisherman jumping
0: in a puddle boot. Yeah, that, um, that kind of boot. Rain boots. Yeah,
1: yeah, rain boot. Yeah, rain boot. So you might think he sounds like a hobo wizard, and that's because I'm not entirely sure that we should rule that out, um, but. Sure, wearing a large rubber boot on your head makes sense. But <laughs> what's does. but what's with the giant toothbrush?
0: He's a dentist.
1: Well, he said that if he were elected the president of the United States, he would pass a law that requires every American to brush their teeth.
0: That it's you know what? It's not a bad law, but like then we get denture like clauses mm-hmm. in there and like some guys like, I I have sensitive gums, I can't brush my teeth. Yeah.
1: And then people are kicking down the door and arresting people. What a
0: great thing to like! Uh, what a great uh, thing to build your uh, yeah. y- your election on, you know? Uh-huh. Like everybody's like, yeah, that, that could be good for me. Like sometimes I forget to brush my teeth at yeah. night. You know, I'm too tired and I lay down. And but if
1: you're afraid, if he, he
0: thought vermin was gonna kick down your door with his head, mm-hmm. <laughs> he just, like a giraffe swing. He, he like head You know, he fucking runs head first into the door and just boots it open with his boot hat. Wait, is he from Oregon?
1: No. Ah, oh, fuck. He should be.
0: I know. I thought he played. He poly- looks like he. Did. I thought he played Polybius.
1: <laughs> yeah. So um, that's not his only promise to the God-fearing people of America. Um, he also campaigned on a platform of uh, saying that the zombie apocalypse is one of his uh, his big keys. That's cool too. He's very aware and uh, time travel research. This guy,
0: honestly, you might want to stop telling me about him because I'm going to go vote for Vermin Supreme right
1: well, now. Well, um, okay, I'm not done there, though. But, um, of course, the reason he gets my vote is that he has promised that when he's elected president of the United States, every man, woman, and child would receive a free pony from the government. He he
0: wins. He, mm-hmm. he just won. He yeah. just won. And Everybody who listens to this podcast is enough votes to get him yeah. into that. Oh, we'll get him in there. What what color is he painting that White House? You know he's not keeping a white tie-dye baby. Oh yeah. I he, don't know. Yeah, he's gonna get a tie-dye. He's, he's, gonna, gonna, he's yeah. gonna get the, the, the um the grateful dead bear on the side of it. Yeah, the other dancing like bear. Yeah. Big
1: old steely face on there. <laughs> um so now let's take a deeper dive into who Vermin is and what makes him so supreme. Get it? <laughs> Do you think he shops at Supreme? No. He's a hobo. He's
0: <laughs> Supreme should make him
1: a boot. They really should. Oh,
0: my God. They're fucking dropping the ball.
1: They really are. Oh. So uh, Vernon grew up near Boston Massive Two Shits <laughs> and is said to be the oldest of three kids. He attended and graduated from Gloucester High School in the 80s and then moved to Baltimore to attend art school.
0: Do you think his brothers are like, fuck, Vermin's doing so good right now?
1: I want to know what they're doing. <laughs> they have smaller shoes on their head. They, like, work at a bank, and, like, <laughs> one guy works at the airport.
0: <laughs> and there's like, yeah, we just, like, live in normal. You yeah, know, Vermin, yeah, he doesn't. When, when he comes home for Thanksgiving, you know, we, we sit him at the kid's
1: table. <laughs> He's the oldest. They made the mistakes then. <laughs> um so, uh, his dream of, uh, you know, going to art school did not last very long when he dropped out of school and began, began working at underground clubs with booking bands and performances. Okay. Yeah, so in 1986, he joined the Great Peace March for Global Nuclear Disarmament.
0: Okay, so he, he he's kind of like Bernie where he started in the political uh, activist field yeah. early on. And actually, that's weird. I was just reading something about uh, disarmament and stuff like that. Yeah. It was in Slaughterhouse-Five or something.
1: You know, well, but so, you know, the protest of using and producing nuclear weapons, uh, to be fair, is a great idea, and they really shouldn't exist, because yeah. they could just destroy everything in one swoop. And in 1987, he began running for public office, because that's what we all do when we drop out of art school.
0: Yeah, politics. Mm-hmm. I mean... <laughs> It's kind of like if you could just play the game, you know, if he's a people person, he he could probably. It's all about charisma. He already faked his way into like all of our, like he's on the news. He's like, he's getting in debates with people. Yeah. So it's like he, he did something.
1: Yeah. So in 1990, the man whose name I've been trying to find, and I cannot find it. No. Legally changed his name to Vernon Love Supreme while still in Baltimore. I cannot find what is birth name was he changed him to vernon
0: Mm -hmm. instead of he did he go by vermin
1: now no 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 he changed it to vermin love supreme
0: vermin with an m is it vernin or vermin vermin like a little rat. Yes. Okay, then you said Vernon. I'm like, that's not a weird name. Now you're like double checking. Yeah, to see well, it. now I'm
1: questioning myself. It's
0: Vermin. Okay, no, I thought you said he switches him to Vernon, and then he's like, hey, I'm close enough to Vermin. I'll just be No, Vermin. it's Vermin. Okay. <laughs> sorry, just, I'm sorry everybody. I'm pronouncing
1: it strangely, I guess. <laughs> no, yeah, so I haven't, I cannot figure out what his birth name was. It's Vernon. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but yeah, no, is, he changed it to Vermin Love Supreme. Oh, Wow. And uh It's like it's like um Meta World Peace. Exactly. Or two or uh not Tupac, but uh um, Cassius
0: Clay. Who's well, Muhammad uh,
1: Ali. Uh Kanye West is trying to change his name. To what? You haven't heard this? No. Um it's like billionaire Jesus Philanthropist Shut or something. the fuck up? Uh, new name Kanye Come West on billionaire. He's trying to change his name to Christian. A... Oh, it's loading. Christian's a real first name. Christian Genius Billion Billionaire Kanye West. Yeah,
0: I I'm not even gonna give him the time of day because at this point he's just he's doing it because he knows the reaction it's gonna get. Yeah. So it's like whatever, dude. Yeah. I I saw your merch for the new album. That's it's those it circles on shirts. Very like, good. I know what you're doing.
1: Made on Microsoft Paint.
0: You ain't tricking me. I'm voting for
1: vermin. So uh, some little random side notes. Uh, that were on his page uh, in 2006 he donated one of his kidneys to save, save his mother's life oh that's nice and he is married but does not have children okay yeah so in 2008 vermin what, what's his wife look like i don't know She just the other boot yeah she's just the other boot <laughs> he's like everybody's well, my
0: wife's like don't bring it up she's she can't have children and he's like yeah it's a boot <laughs> like would you yes. fish out the ocean? <laughs> oh, that'd be great. It's a, it's a, it's a fishing hook, a fishing lure with a mm-hmm. boot on it. Oh, classic. Some big old fish bobs on it. I'm kind of picturing him hit as the guy, the Geico guy, who's like almost got it. You know,
1: with mm-hmm. like the dollar on the. Oh lure. yeah, yeah, that's good. So in 2008, uh, Vermin discussed his political views in a promotional video where he stated that he was a registered Republican at oh, the time. I'm
0: glad you said republican instead of uh, something else
1: yeah but he uh leaned more towards anarchy <laughs> um yeah he, he's, a, uh, he's an
0: anarchist republican which is, yeah it seems oh uh, they're kind of similar we're like they can be i guess because uh republicans don't like government interference so that's kind of anarchist you know yeah. a little bit so
1: so he asserted that libertarians are just about abolishing the government and letting shit fall where it may Okay. Which he later admitted uh to regret, and uh he regretted attacking this party because he uh he realized that the libertarian party is the only one that aligns with his core principles of anti state anti war and anti authority
0: oh wow, so he was just like,
1: <laughs> verman didn't do his research before he went Never. after people, no. Um so he's like, what that's my party, oh okay <laughs> oh, oh no, he's like you guys are
0: deplorable, oh wait, that too i'm that two is voting for me, oh yes, no, you guys are cool,
1: cool guys, who wants a boot yeah, so uh supreme's vision of uh anarchy held him to uh want he it held him to uh think that we had no need for government, okay. Uh, but it depended all on the citizens to take responsibility for themselves and others, citing mutual aid and support and care to our fellow citizens, which may be like one of the smartest sentences he's strung together. Excuse me, say it again. Uh, mutual aid and support and care for our fellow citizens. Yeah, seems pretty. Like, I like hold, hold each other accountable, that. and you know, basically being like, we can get it, get through it together. We don't need, you know.
0: Man, he you know he had a publicist being like, say this, Vermin. He's like, I don't want to say it. I don't think
1: anybody worked for him. <laughs> I don't want to say it. So Supreme also called for a gradual dismantling of the government, thinking the power should be shared among the citizens, which makes him sound like a hippie Ron Swanson. Mm. True. Yeah. True. Just a little bit. Now, let's jump on a, a little political campaign trail timeline. Yay. So in 2004... Vermin campaigned in the Washington D.C. presidential primary, where he received. You want to guess how many votes? Uh, sixteen. Keep going. Seventeen. One hundred and forty-nine people voted for him. Not bad. That's Not pretty bad good. for his first go at it. Were they all uh thirteen-year-olds? <laughs> well, I don't think that's legal. Well, Florida thirteen-year-olds,
0: right? Didn't we talk about that a while back? How like uh. You can vote at 13 in Florida? They found out like 13-year-olds were fucking with the polls or something like that. Oh, yeah. They hacked online and like changed
1: a bunch of shit. Yeah. Hey. I don't think that was as big as the um, presidential (laughs) primary.
0: 146, though. Pretty good.
1: Pretty good numbers, huh?
0: You went to the polls to vote for that. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's pretty cool, though. That's pretty
1: nice. That's pretty neat. I ain't even mad. I want a pony. Yeah. I'm pretty sure one of his quotes is, a vote for Vermin Supreme is a wasted vote. (laughs) <laughs> he said that about himself. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I really don't want to win. I feel like that's what happened to Trump, where he's like,
0: I just want to be like a part of this. And then he won, and he's like, fuck.
1: Wait, I have to work now? Yeah, it's like, oh, shit. I don't just get to golf? I'm going to do it anyways. Yeah. Um. So 2008, Supreme campaigned in the New Hampshire uh, Republican primary and received 41 votes, which would be, you want to guess what percentage of the polls that was? One? One percent? Lower. <laughs> i
0: don't know how many people vote in vermont zero new hampshire oh <laughs> i got vermont supreme on my that's where plane. he should be yeah uh how, how, well, 0. 0.00001 0.02 0. percent 0. of the polls okay so you know, you know hey he's he's got a percentage under his belt that's yeah. pretty good
1: more than me that's true i have no votes well that you know of. True. But I guess that was still 41 people voted for him to yeah. get him at 0.02%. Yeah. You know, I'm no politician, but... Hey, at least he gets... Those are 41 people.
0: Unless he gets to, like, sit on stage with the actual politicians and have a boot on his head, which is... Hey, It. it they say politics is theater. Mm-hmm. I'm signing up for the Vermin Supreme Hour.
1: Oh, yeah. I love it. So, it's, in 2012... Um, This was a big year in 2012 for Vermin, um, as he campaigned as a Democrat in the uh, 2012 presidential election. Okay. So now he switched to the Democrats. And uh, leading up to uh, this, on December 19th, 2011, he participated in the lesser-known Democratic candidates uh, presidential form. So it's called the lesser-known Democratic candidates presidential form.
0: so it's basically the people no one knows but it's a it's a debate yes okay i think i remember seeing something about that on the news like him up there with his boot and everything and
1: well i'm gonna this story you'll you'll probably remember this this was a pretty big moment so um it was in this form where he discussed his attack on gingivitis <laughs> and his goal to implement a law where all Americans have to brush their teeth like we previously stated. I'm a little I'm a little mad
0: though that he's not like cuz flossing is the hard thing. Like, yeah you true. should make it like oh. Hey,
1: you know what that's the next step? Okay, yeah, yeah. you that's, right. that's how he wins that second, step that second back, step. <laughs>
0: but that's the thing that might cause a lot of people to be like, "Fuck that! I don't want to vote for him anymore." My gums are bleeding. And, True. You know, I, I associate that with vermin.
1: Yeah. What if I don't have teeth? <laughs> Go to jail. <laughs> uh, Off with a head. So he also, um, he also during during that, they ask him if he still stands by his stance, and he does on getting every American man, woman, and child a pony. Okay. Um, he kind of dives into why, which was interesting. Just saying that um, if everybody had a pony, we wouldn't need cars, and we'd be saving, you know, I the mean, environment and stuff like that. Some which... people
0: need like like Mustang horses. We got some larger yeah. individuals too who need some bigger horse, and a pony's not gonna do it for them.
1: Well, I mean, being the person I am, I I thought about it too much, and I was like, what about the people like in New York living on top of each other? Like, where are their ponies gonna go?
0: <laughs> Imagine all that shit in the fucking street everywhere. I mean, big there's already horror. shit in the street, but, like,
1: more shit in the street? Yeah, horses, ponies take big old dumpers. And,
0: you know, all that methane is
1: just as bad as cars. Don't let them match. Ho- that horse fart. Don't let him match Ooh. around there. Woo! Nelly. Um, he also brings up the idea of harnessing the awesome power of zombies to generate energy.
0: Oh, it's like we'll have them walking on a big hamster wheel or something like yeah, that? Yeah, he
1: said put them on, like, a turbine and then hang brains in front of them and they will just... Not, he he did not know, say not that. that. Did he say that? Yeah, he did.
0: Hang brains in front of them, yes. Well, I mean, obviously, he's not gonna donate. What's up? Oh, vermin, I don't mean it. I don't mean it. Blow,
1: blow, you've got our vote. Um, so the biggest moment in his campaign, in my opinion, happened when he was given his 30 second closing statement.
0: (sighs) Those are the best.
1: They, it's like it's so
0: dramatic. And they've they've prepared it so many times, and I know Vermin has all the right words to say right now. So I yes. want to hear what Vermin has to say.
1: I I have a, I'm having a hard time saying deciding if I want to say it myself or if I just want to try to play the audio. I'm going to say it myself right now, and then maybe I will pull it up on the video and try to play it and see how it sounds. If not, we can edit that. Well, out. we can just post that video. Okay, to yeah, let's Instagram. just do that. We'll post the video. Okay. Um. So he ends his 30 second closing statement by pulling out a small plastic speaker of some sort, Hmm. which played the chicken dance song. (laughs) So singing along to that in a very panic and like nerve stricken way, he sings along to the songs and the melody saying, My name is Vermin, my name is Vermin, Vermin Supreme. And you can vote and you can vote for me, me, me. Oh. And um, that kind of, like, went on. hmm And then when people are kind of, like, you can kind of see his eyes darting around. Like, people are, like, <laughs> going to start stepping in to stop it. And he Even, goes. It's, it, you know what the best part about this is? Even Vermin knows this, knows this is yeah.
0: too crazy.
1: Yeah. And uh, so he starts to panic a little bit. And then he says, oh, and uh, uh, Jesus told me to make Randall Terry gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as as right hold on, on hold on as he proceeds to stand up and sprinkle a shit ton of glitter all over the guy sitting next to him Randall Terry who was an extreme pro life politician oh my so God. i mean i'm making kind of complete assumptions and um broad statements that typically when you're pro life you might be against gay marriage I feel like sometimes that kinda of went hand in hand with yeah. a lot of things. It's kind of like that. Well, it's because it's because
0: of the whole religion implication. Exactly.
1: So I'm I'm assuming that maybe this guy was like against gay marriage and mm-hmm. this was kind of his statement of being like fuck you buddy like this was at
0: the democratic
1: thing too right this was at the lesser known democratic
0: interesting because yeah
1: you don't see a lot of like super
0: religious democrats they, they usually always like kind of touch on it like i'm i'm a uh, dodge it <laughs> i have a, yeah those be like i have a lot of morals that i learned in church and then like they'll but like you know mostly yeah. republicans are like the hardcore religious
1: and so randall terry was famous for um buying an ad campaign for his uh for his campaign trail Mm -hmm. um during the super bowl which probably was not cheap and it was a graphic commercial showing abortions (gasps) and stuff like that which like pissed a lot of people off so people did not like randall terry oh yeah randall yeah so he got just doused in um glitter (laughs) and i'm i feel like i didn't watch the whole thing i only watched that one clip but I, if based on how they were sitting I'm guessing that Randall Terry had to go next That's what I was going to say. And so he was just that. covered in glitter. Oh,
0: that's great. And like and it's crazy too cuz like Vermin just made him gay, right?
1: Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> I mean, that's Jesus told him to. So. He's like
0: he's like I I'm still pro life, but yeah. now I am also pro gay marriage. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so on January 3rd uh 2012, Vermin um was the was a candidate for the Iowa Democratic uh, caucus? How do you say that? Caucus. Ca- is it just caucus? I think it's caucus. Yeah, I don't. And like I said, I don't know how this shit works. <laughs> and he received 1.4 percent of the votes. Whoa! Being one of his most successful um, goes. So he's the one percenters <laughs> that everyone's talking about. I mean, this is after he threw all that glitter. <laughs>
0: it's true. I mean, that's how you get. Any press is good press, even if you're nervous doing the chicken dance throwing glitter and making people gay on stage, you know? Yeah.
1: You never know. You never know.
0: I might try that at my next job interview.
1: might work. So on January 10th of 2012, he went toe-to-toe with good old Barry o, um, receiving 833 votes.
0: He went against Barack? How, what do you mean?
1: Well, but Barack would win the Democratic primary with 49 oh, thousand and eighty votes how many did he have? uh 833 not which is bad. still pretty good
0: he's, he's not
1: it, it's not gonna catch barrio it's
0: but one step at a time you know any any movement any
1: forward mobility that's still is almost a thousand people that's crazy yeah it's pretty good pretty good like i feel like at that point it's more of people that just hated obama that's like i'd rather vote for this guy yeah than exactly i'd rather vote for yeah, or a bunch then, of
0: shitheads, just like trying to mess around, you know. Like, I
1: have a feeling they're all eighteen-year-olds that yeah. turned eighteen within the month. Yeah. Um. So he would continue his run. Uh, he would continue to run his campaign, visiting schools and doing debates and whatnot. Um. But one of his biggest days was yet to come, and on August twenty fifth, uh, twenty twelve, Vermin Supreme announced his new political party. The Free Pony Party, <laughs> and that he had chosen a a fellow fringe opponent, Jimmy McMillan. I've heard of that name. Oh, I will bring it up. By um, the way, you know he's going to get the Brony vote, right? Oh yeah, Brony vote. Bronies sure. are going to go nuts. Yes, and the furries, but I mean, Bronies are kind of furry, and the boot enthusiasts. True,
0: and the dentists.
1: The dentists love them. He's going after the good parties. Dentists love him. Scientists those hate, are the, hate him. Those are the find his top ten. These the demographics you want. So he would he would choose his uh, his his running partner Jimmy McMillan Mc, McMillian McMillan as his uh, running mate as his VP. And uh, you could you might not be able to find a better way to commit political suicide than being like, oh, I'll be your VP. Um, to <laughs> was he like a normal guy in like a suit and tie? Well. I didn't know at first. I had to Google him, and uh, I found out maybe you kind of recognize his name uh, because he actually kind of stabbed him in the back and said, no, I've decided I'm actually still going to run for president, and his whole spiel was the rent is too damn high.
0: Oh! That guy. The rent is too damn high guy?
1: Yeah, and so he had a rent is too damn high party of his own, going against the free pony party. No. (laughs) (laughs) This is our politics, USA, USA. Oh,
0: my God. Oh, man. See, that's the thing, though. That guy, like, he became a meme.
1: Yeah. Vermin needs to get on the meme game. Yeah, he does. He's He's just too much to do it. Yeah, he kind of is like... You know, with McMillian or whatever, his, his shit's, like, very uh, funneled into one thing. Yeah. But Vernon, Vermin's all over.
0: It's, like, almost like when people are, like, oh, we can't make, like, the Daily Show. Like, we can't make him Trump because everything he does is already so funny. There's no way to spin it. And I feel like that's how it is with, like, Vermin, where, like, it's... The, the, but he's, his, he's doing his on
1: purpose. His stu-
0: yeah, his sh- shit is so comedic already. It's, like, we can't make this funnier. It's already f- too funny.
1: Yeah. Yeah? it's perfect. It's perfect. So now we're going to skip ahead to 2016, when Supreme attended another presidential attempted another presidential run, and uh, he embarked on a tour of 20 cities to build support for his campaign run, looking for funding. He would uh, file as a candidate in New Hampshire in the New Hampshire Democratic presidential primary on uh, November 21st, 2015. He received two hundred and fifty-nine votes, coming in fourth, after Martin O'Malley, who's
0: was, who was sixth.
1: <laughs> you just don't want to you know, know who was fifth, who was sixth, who was seventh. Well, he was fifth. <laughs> he was he was fourth. You, you said he came in. After... He came in fourth after oh. Martin Mcmally oh, okay. or O'Malley.
0: I just want to know who he
1: beat because you know, exactly. It's like, geez, how much does that guy? You got to be somewhat
0: polarizing if you want to beat you know vermin's polarizing so you either love him or you hate him, and that's what, the people who love you if you're if you're lukewarm no one's gonna go to the polls for you you know mm-hmm. what i mean so you gotta get those people that love you and then yep. they'll go out for you
1: so he was not invited back to the lesser known democratic candidate uh presidential forum fuck because of that little glitter bomb he uh little glitter bomb oh, attack he did in 2011 everyone's,
0: now everyone's jealous because he had the best closing statement
1: yeah and uh this made him realize that maybe he should change parties so on March fourth of two thousand sixteen, he switched his affiliation um, to the Libertarian Party, which I feel like suits him. Mm-hmm. Um, I I guess that, uh, that kind of makes me sound like I don't support libertarians. I well,
0: guess. that's like Gary Johnson and Jill Stein, right? Those yeah, are, those are the two. Which was I loved Gary. It was he said some bad things, yeah. but <laughs> it was like I don't know. I feel like the libertarians are just, there's there's not enough there's not enough support behind it. To help, like, um, to help get them to anywhere, so they're kind of yeah. just taking away votes from like Democrats and Republicans alike. I don't know if yeah. a lot of Republicans vote for them, but I feel like Democrats are usually a little bit more leaning towards the libertarian side. Yeah, so it could actually like fuck over somebody who's trying to get like concentrated votes but by having like there's so many democrats right now i don't even know what's going on
1: yeah i don't know
0: it's hard to follow i know it's like get down to like two or three or four like then i'm good but yeah I, i can't watch all of them talking yelling over each other
1: yeah so this brings us now to today supreme plans to run again for president in 2020 this time as a libertarian. So now, this opportunity is in our hands this upcoming election. If you are unsure of who you are voting for, ask yourself, do I believe in a free pony? If yes, you might want to write in, vermin love supreme. Wow. You know what's even crazier? To think that if we get our audience numbers up, we can get vermin supreme on this show. I'm sure if we asked him to, he'd phone in. Are my ceilings high enough for his boot? um you know he's he's more of an east coast guy i don't think we'd unless shit. his campaign trail's coming through his let's, van comes through la government love um, supreme campaign trail where's he at? honestly like uh, i would actually be i mean if
0: we can't get him i want him to go on like joe rogan or something at least yeah. that would be such a good interview i mean it'd be crazy shit but like talk about those numbers like that's how we get those numbers up yeah so i don't know we'll, we'll see i mean it's coming up Right.
1: Yeah, I mean, who what, knows? maybe we can get them to call in. I when's mean,
0: the lesser known libertarian? <laughs> that's kind of a, a redundant, right? Yeah, because I think that's just
1: a tweet session. Yeah, tweet each
0: other. <laughs> They're all at home self-taping their auditions and just sending them to CNN, and
1: then they just cut them all together.
0: Um, wow. Are you looking at where he is right now?
1: Uh I'm looking up lesser known Libertarian Convention.
0: Oh yeah, we'll all start wrapping. Oh, they in. do have
1: one. Oh, look at that. It's in Austin, Texas. It's May twenty first to the twenty fifth in twenty twenty. Oh. Well, we'll see you guys in Texas. I'm seeing if they have a list of who's gonna be there. Um oh Planned Speakers. McMillan.
0: Is he gonna be there? Probably no but Vermin's not? No vermin's more of a social media guy he's like tv's appearances he doesn't need
1: i feel like once you get banned from one of those you kind of get banned from all of them it's kind of yeah, kinda, yeah know. you know they know you throw a, blit- a, a glitter bomb at lebron james in the staple center you're not going to be invited into the moda center in you, portland
0: you can't go around making people gay if you don't ask them they need consent first that's true you can't just
1: it's pretty rude people... to do
0: yeah you can't just make people gay you know <laughs> you gotta you gotta ask them first you want to be gay okay here. well but uh,
1: at the end of the day jesus did tell him to and I feel like that—that that kind of rules above everything. You kind of make a good point. Yeah.
0: Shit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we love telling you these stories, and we uh, love that you guys listen to them. So stay tuned because we got more of them. Uh, if you want, want any more information, go to campstrange.com for all the hyperlinks to Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We have merch. If you want more merch, go get some merch. If you guys want to send us your own weird story, you can do that at podcast at com or click the contact tab on our website and send it over there. Um, I think that's all we got. Oh, if you guys, if you guys want to rate, review, subscribe, that would help us out a lot. Please, we'll put that in the beginning so people do that because I don't think yeah. we'll get this deep into it. So, um, <laughs> David, do you have anything else? Not uh, what it. else? Did you did you have another category? I don't. I, don't I have... just
1: came up with off the top of my head. Okay, good
0: because I didn't have one. When I'm doing the spiel, I'm like trying to think, but I can't do two things at once.
1: I was looking over there at that that uh, empty candy box, and I was thinking candy names candy names. Terrible, terrible candy names
0: terrible candy names okay uh just nougat
1: uh licorice lantern <laughs> black licorice lantern oh come on well
0: oh, I'm just saying that I'm improving yours I'll go again um kit chat it's like a kit Kat, but it's it's poop <laughs>
1: it looks like a turn shit chat shit
0: chat shit chat
1: yeah you can uh, snap it in
0: half and share it with your family though
1: a skittle bar. <laughs> it's just a long skittle.
0: Um, Toblerone. Tobler boner.
1: You know, there's a bear in the mountain on the Toblerone. Yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah, yeah. You've heard, you never looked out. for I've, it. I
0: listened to the Toblerone mm-hmm. podcast, but I haven't okay. seen it. The...
1: How about children toes? Uh, Mike and Dave's. <laughs> it's like Mike and Ike's. Wasn't that that movie, Mike and Dave's Wedding? Ah, fuck. Am <laughs> I getting sued? I hope. Mike and Charlie. Mike and Charlie? Yeah. Um, Tijuana Tickler. Uh, st- st- stubbed Toe Bar. Chocolate Nail.
0: <laughs> uh, 97% dark chocolate.
1: Oh. <laughs> Is that just baking dark chocolate? <laughs> Probably. Fuck. <laughs> 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 um. Uh. Oh. The dots
0: on the piece of paper that you have to eat off of. Yeah,
1: whatever the fuck those are called. <laughs> dots. <laughs> I think they're called dots. No, because dots are the the other one, like the gummy, like there it's like a gummy thing. We're
0: not even making up that candy. We're just saying shitty candies now. Yeah. All right. Okay.
1: <laughs> I think we're done. Yeah.
0: Oh well, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we love doing this for you, and we love that you listen. So, uh, David, do you have anything else to say before we leave? Uh, vote check vermin the, supreme.
1: Vote vermin supreme and check the expiration date on your food. <laughs> oh, I might have some bad coffee. Yeah, probably. Anyway, you don't f- even touch it.
0: <laughs> don't forget to stay strange.